Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Red Life Show. Today, episode 253. It is Friday, April 9th. I'm your host, Kellen, with me, Tim. Tim, say hi. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hope you can hear me all right. <laughs> yeah, I hope you can hear us. Uh, you know, hiccups sometimes before the show. If you're watching live, we apologize for being so late. Um, so this week, we, uh, well, we've got some breaking news that we're about to... Uh, yeah, see, they can't do that in the chat. They can't be like, is Tim actually saying something? Very rude. Okay. Rashad says, yeah. Brandon, get out. Brandon, yeah, you're out. You're you are. You're out. Now. You're out, buddy. You're gone. <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, um, thanks for joining us. We have uh, a good show. Although we're starting so late, we might just be hammering through this stuff as quickly as possible. Uh, but before we get going, I want to shout out our sponsor for the show once again, uh, the folks at Ewin with the chairs. Currently, the chairs we're sitting in have been... We're still doing 30% off with code DroidLife if you want to grab yourself a chair. We're talking $300 chairs down to 200 bucks. They have a million styles of chairs for tall people, short people, big people, small people, all the colors. In fact, I probably need a new one because I'm kind of over the blue and white. I feel like I need something. Uh, but Ewin has sponsored a bunch of our shows. We really appreciate their support. And again, yeah, use uh, code DroidLife and uh, get yourself 30% off their chairs okay yeah um if we could all just shut up and go buy chairs from ewin using the code droid life we wouldn't have to be doing this so thank you very much to ewin and thank you all for going to support us by buying chairs um so uh beyond that we do have trivia which we are hoping to get to it was going to be a special lg themed trivia today because well uh lg is calling it quits that is, that is kind of one of the lead stories or i guess that was going to be the lead story but we kind of have breaking news as we were dealing breaking with technical news. difficulties um so the trivia though at the end of the show is back and it will be lg themed and we're just gonna because lg is calling it quits we're gonna send them off with a with a with a extra trivia and when i mean extra i mean prize wise so we have our normal five questions but we're gonna give everybody who wins a uh, Chromecast with Google TV today. So if you do not have Google's new streaming Android TV, Google TV, little dongle thing, uh, today is your chance to win one. So uh, we have five. We will send them to you and you win a Chromecast with Google TV. So again, I repeat, at the end of the show, trivia, five questions, five winners, all Chromecast with Google TV. So Stick around till then. Is it, you know, that should be that should be worth it. I, I very hope. generous, very generous. All right. So um again, we were gonna start with LG stuff, but but just prior to us going on air, there was talk of the Pixel 5A. You know, a phone that Google has not announced. Um, the Pixel 5A, we've seen renders of it and stuff like that. We assumed it might be coming at Google I.O. Um but there hasn't been a lot of evidence that it's all like imminent. Um, so anyway, there was a report earlier from Android Central that um, that it was going to uh, that it was canceled. Pixel 5a was canceled. We weren't going to see it. There's reference to, you know, the global chip shortage and all of that stuff. Uh, so anyway, right before we went live, uh, Google and The Verge apparently had a conversation and Google told The Verge that the Pixel, this is a quote, the Pixel 5a 5G is not canceled. It will be available later this year in the US and Japan and announced in line with when last year's A-series phone was introduced. So if you were told that the Pixel 5a was canceled, it is not canceled. And Google has now confirmed that the Pixel 5a is an actual phone. They had, they had never mentioned this before. And they are now saying, no, it's not canceled. It's coming later this year, US and Japan. And it'll arrive when last year's 5a arrived. I don't have that date on hand, but was that August? When did we finally get, or was it July? When did we finally uh, get the 4A? Oh, wait, no. Five, I get, wait. It was the 4A. 4A 5G. Well, so there's two things there. They said when last year's A-series phone was introduced, but there was two right. 4As and they were different times. So I don't know what that means then. Well, Google probably doesn't even know what the hell they're talking about. Whoever gave that... Google probably doesn't. You know, like, yeah. Whoever gave that comment probably also doesn't know what's going on. So, I don't know. But, you know, you gotta love it. When you... I mean, I would... 
never talk to that source ever again. I think the original story cited maybe a couple of sources that said the same thing. That said it was canceled. It is not canceled. So Google is on the record. A Google spokesperson is on the record with The Verge saying the Pixel 5a 5G is not canceled. It will be available later this year when last year's A series was first introduced. So again, I don't know what that means. Does that mean when the 4a was released or when the 5a 5 or 4a 5g mm. whatever either way there's a pixel 5a 5g coming it's not canceled we good yeah i mean you know Not much else to say there right yeah i'm still looking forward to it i guess i kind of gave the 4a line a, a hard time not sure why i still i got the 4a 5g sitting here not you like it's on or anything but yeah uh, yeah, the only thing that's sad is if it doesn't come until like when the 4A 5G launch, then we're talking fall, right? We're talking with the Pixel 6, and we were kind of hoping it would come in like a month at Google I.O., but from the sounds of it, that's not that's not happening. So not canceled. Not yeah. Canceled. We good there? Good, we're good. All right, let's, uh, let's talk about LG. Uh, the right. title of the show is LG Quits. And so LG, after months of rumors that it was possibly going to exit the uh, the smartphone business, has made it official. They are done. So LG has quit. They are wrapping up the mobile business unit, as they call it specifically. And they will closing everything close everything down by July 31st. So, uh, yeah, LG's done. They uh they will continue to sell phones until then or inventory and all that stuff. They obviously have deals with their partners and things like that. Um, so they you know have phones to sell and they have manufacturing commitments and all that stuff. So they're calling it quits, but they're still going to sell through their remaining phones. Why would you ever consider buying an LG phone knowing the company is calling it quits? I have no idea. However, LG put out a second press release a couple days after the news and said. Hold on now. We're we're going to update these. <laughs> yeah. We're, we'll tell you why you would buy one. We are going to provide three years of updates, three years of OS updates to our best phones, including the G series, the V series, the Velvet, and the Wing, all the way back to their 2009 models. Um, if anyone believes that LG is actually going to update phones with three years worth of updates... Uh, probably a lot of things I could sell you. Um, So LG's making this commitment. Here's my take on that. I love the takes. Um, LG has made these commitments to all of their partners. And if somebody walks into, say, a Verizon store and goes, hey, what about that LG phone? I heard they're going out of business. Why would I buy that? I'm not going to get support for it. And Verizon goes, look, they've committed. This Verizon salesperson goes, look, they've committed. They've committed and they will update that phone. They promise they promise that they will update. So, you know, LG is committed to updates in the past with the software upgrade center or whatever that was called. And that didn't do anything when they were a phone company making phones regularly, they wouldn't commit to software updates. And that was one of those things everyone hammered them for over and over again. So now that they're going out of business as a phone company, they now want to ensure you for real this time, Tim, we are going to update our phones for like three years. Does anyone actually believe that? There's no way in hell. Yeah, I mean, when the company existed, they weren't doing that for their phones. So I don't know why in death they would do that. Seems a little weird. Uh, It's very disappointing. Uh, just the whole uh, whole thing. We have been telling, at least I have been, I've been harping on LG for years, Imagine. trying to tell them, giving them clues, giving them hints and tips, and uh, trying to tell them how they could probably turn it around. Unfortunately, um, the people in charge never read my stuff, uh, never listened to the podcast, clearly, because nope. um, they would have been able to write that ship. So they never called us. We offered our services we offered many a time. Many, many a times. time. It wouldn't for have been fee, free. But- Right. For yeah, it wouldn't have been free, but it certainly probably would have been a lot cheaper than the you know the MBAs who they were hiring or whatever the doctors you know like how are you even a doctor to sell phones? I don't get it. It's stupid. So, I mean, having a PhD doesn't help. So we could have, I think we could have done it, but so yeah, the whole update thing, not a fan. I don't recommend anyone buy an LG device. No, Obviously, that's that's stupid. Yeah. Don't do that. 
So. If you uh, if you walk into a store or Amazon hosts a sale and you can get a LG phone for 150 bucks and you really need a phone like today, sure. sure. Assuming you plan on upgrading shortly thereafter. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, I don't have a lot of deep thoughts on or sad thoughts or how LG could have saved it or why <laughs> this happened or I, I like I don't have like reflection of I, I don't I don't you know I don't I don't have a lot to to add to the conversation. Um, you, you you don't want to blame tech bros or like us or you don't want to yeah, blame the media. Yeah, the I don't <laughs> name the you know blame the techies and the and the blog oh, yeah. bros for not like loving <laughs> LG like some do. You know like. It, this is LG's fault. <laughs> like LG put out phones that people didn't want to buy and they didn't update them and they didn't give them a compelling reason to buy them and they didn't market them properly clearly. Like I'm like there's no there's no other ways to to say this. Like LG didn't do a good job of selling phones. That's the bottom line. LG didn't do a good job of of selling phones. And so they're no longer going to sell phones. Like it's, it's not reviewers faults. It's not YouTubers faults. It's not anyone's fault, but LG LG didn't figure out a way to sell phones to people. We reviewed a lot of their phones. Some were good. Some were not great. And that's just kind of where it went, right? Like they, I was when we were getting ready for trivia, our LG themed trivia, and I was looking back at some of their older phones. I think it was like one of the first V series phones when I wrote that up. I was, I don't even know how many years ago the first V phone came out. I was writing the same story then, Tim. I was, I read it and I was, I was writing that they suck at updates. Their performance on phones wasn't great. Their software is bad. Like I was writing the same thing. This was like five years ago. It's been the same story for LG for so long. So uh, again, to, to recap there, LG just wasn't good at selling phones. That's what it came down to. They might have made okay phones. They might have put DAX in phones that some people liked and Mm -hmm. most people didn't care about. They put second screens in things and then they came out with like cases that held a secondary display. And then Mm. they did some camera stuff that people care, but they also did some modular stuff that was an absolute bust. You know, they, I, I don't think I would say they ever used the best displays anyone's ever seen by a mile like their their designs were tired like there's so many things and yes you and i harp on the software but there's like all this stuff right they just didn't make phones people want to buy it's pretty much that simple and yeah, some people some people like dac some people don't like dac um, no 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 some people like dac 99% don't like DAC. That's pretty <laughs> don't much care. where we're at. Or Maybe don't, don't care. care. Yeah, it's yeah. not that they don't like, they just don't care. Yeah. So, look, I'm not I'm not trying to harp on LG. I just, like, there's been a lot of this, like, sort of, well, who's to blame? What what happened? All we know is LG's just bad at selling phones in the modern era of smartphones, <laughs> right? That's just it. They just are, they're just bad at selling phones. I, I hate to, like, simplify it down to just that, but that's just it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, personally, I'm big fan of DAC, especially when there's four of them stacked on top of each other in a quad array. But uh, some, I wanted to bring up a comment here we got. Kent says, I, I, like, I get the importance of updates, but I feel like people act like the phone won't work because it's not on the latest firmware. Like, we're not saying it's going to be crap because it's not getting updates. We're saying it that LG's problem was more so than updates. It was the software in general. It was the same software for years, and it was bad software. It wasn't fun to use. It was really ugly. I've had many problems with it. If you want a full write-up of it, I've got multiple reviews of LG devices you can go back and read. And uh, the software just wasn't good. And then you compound that with the fact that it's not getting updates made it all the worse. So... <clears throat> yeah as and then brandon the says they were bad at selling flagships great at those entry-level ones that's correct. exactly that's fine and apparently that just won't sustain you which is you know is what it is and and how many phones of theirs had 
the like boot loop issue. Like I know it became a running joke, but how many had that like boot loop? There was a number of problems. So again, it's not techies and YouTubers to blame for LG's failures or not understanding that LG really was making the best stuff ever. And we just didn't understand it. LG was just bad at selling phones and they didn't make phones that, that moved the needle. Sorry. LG apologists. It just, that's just the bottom line. We're calling, you know, if anything, it was, I blame the apologists. Apologists want to blame me. I blame them for making them nice. think, like well, you, you're, you're giving LG that false sense, right? That they're doing a good job when in fact they weren't right. Like, Oh no, but we love headphone jacks. We love DAC. Like guys, you, you want more than just DAC and headphone jacks. So you're going to need more. So if anything, let's blame them <laughs> and, and get the blame, the focus off of us. So it's been a couple of years, um, since I've gone to like an LG briefing and reviewed one of their phones. Like, like I try it to reserve my LG opinions, right? Cause I, I like, I'm the guy who hasn't used many LG phones the last couple of years. That's kind of been your department. You've kind of been our LG guy. So I kind of oh, let sure. you tell me what I should know. And I trust your opinion on that. Okay. So, so I, I try not to like say, well, the last V series phone suck. Cause I didn't, I didn't use it. So I haven't tried to do that. But what I can tell you is when I, the last few briefings I went to for G and V series phones, I remember pretty much asking the guys like, what's the pitch? What's new about this? Like what stands out? And they didn't usually have one. And, and this was a couple years ago when, you know, it really started kind of getting into this middle where no one was paying attention at all. And they never really had good pitches. Like they would throw out like, Oh, here's a manual camera or like, there was always like these little things. Like we brought the DAC back. Cause remember the DAC was a big deal at first. And then they just put it in every phone and it was like, okay, it's just there again. But there was like, they didn't, I'm telling you, I asked a couple of times, like, oh, yes. what's, what's the big thing here? They never had an answer. And some of the things they just walked through the motions of, well, here's our new phone. And it just has some stuff. And it was like, that's it. That's it. And I think I remember like messaging you from the briefing going, Tim, I, I don't they know got, what the point enough. of this thing is. Yeah. I don't, I don't know yeah. what's going on. So anyway, it's been a long, slow burnout of LG and they made it official. They're calling it quits. Yeah, well, also disappointing that they couldn't just sell the business. Um, apparently, yeah, they tried, maybe they, right? yeah, I mean, they tried, and the the numbers weren't working for anyone else either. So, I mean, you're taking on a, a department that was or a firm that was like losing a lot of money. So, yeah. how do you turn that around? I mean, I guess at this point they shut it down and sell parts of things, manufacturing I mean, lines. I'm not really sure where they go. I don't know. Sell your engineers to Google. They're paying a premium, a billion dollars for a team of folks. I mean, like, but like, what's Google going to buy from LG's smartphone division? Because, you know, Google's like Uh, used some of their displays uh, for a long time. And LG display is a separate thing. So I guess that doesn't really, but like, could they buy buy? the, could they buy the DAC, (laughs) the DAC tech? LG quit putting DACs in phones, didn't they? Like Uh, this year or the velvet doesn't have a DAC, I don't think. And I, or at least the swivel phone didn't. It doesn't even have a headphone jack, I don't think, right? So, oh, I love the wing. Yeah, the wing. That's what it's called. Right. It either doesn't have a headphone jack or no DAC, right? Like they well, took away no one to of the put big a headphone jack. It's too thin. It's oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. I don't right. know. Anyway. Anyway, um, somebody asked, it sounds like uh or meant or commented that it doesn't sound like we'll be pouring anything out for LG. No. I got nothing not that, to pour. Not that I don't like LG. Their PR team and stuff like that was always a joy to work with. Great guys. Absolutely. Great people. Um, they were very generous to us and got us phones all the time. Like they were yep. very, very good to work with. It's just the, the phone side of thing. It's none of this is that surprising, I guess, is where I'm going here. Yeah. Okay. Should we talk about Apple for a second? I'm going to start blasting through these so we can get to trivia. You got it. Um, so Apple and Epic Games are battling it out to the death in court over Fortnite, basically. It's not just Fortnite, but kind of. Um, you guys remember when Fortnite got banned from the App Store and Google Play Store because they, you know, they wanted a bigger cut. And, uh, and so anyway, Epic and and, uh, and Apple have been going at it in court. So they're, I think it's like May 3rd or something like that. They will actually be in court. Um, but they released their statements um, or their filings on like each of their sides and all of that. And anyway, it's it's a long drawn out thing and I don't really care about it that much. Um, however, Apple 
during depositions um, when uh, uh, when Epic was, you know, asking like Craig Federighi and Eddie Q and uh, they didn't talk to Phil Schiller, I don't think, but he's 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 referenced in it. Uh, but anyway, they, they talked to a bunch of executives. Right. And these guys all admitted um, that. Uh, well, I, I guess Epic is trying to prove that Apple goes like out of its way to lock people in is sort of the idea there. And they got Apple and all these executives to essentially admit that um, iMessage, they believe, is like the reason everyone is stuck in their platform. <laughs> and so what they admitted was that they were building or really considering building iMessage for Android. And then they were like, wait a minute, this is like a huge advantage for us to have this. And so we shouldn't do that. And like one of the examples they gave was like Craig Federighi said something about um, if we, uh, if we put iMessage on Android, then all these families will just buy their kids cheap Android phones is pretty much what he was saying. That's not the quote, but it's along those lines. He said, iMessage on Android would simply serve to remove an obstacle to iPhone families giving their kids Android phones. And he's probably right. If you could buy a cheap Android phone and still use iMessage with your kid, you'd probably do that. I mean, you probably just would because you could get a cheap Android phone for a hundred bucks, whereas iPhones are, you know, typically not that cheap. Um, But then my boy, Phil Schiller, you know, I love Phil Schiller. So uh, he wasn't, he wasn't, he was just quoted, I believe by Eddie Q, but um, he, they, they were commenting on how some former employee mentioned that the number one most difficult reason to leave the Apple universe is iMessage and iMessage amounts to serious lock-in and Schiller apparently either emailed back or commented in, in a conversation that said, moving iMessage to Android will hurt us more than help us. This email from this employee illustrates why. So yeah, if you were ever hoping that iMessage was coming to Android, it it sure doesn't sound like it is. Um, I don't have a bunch of friends in the uh, iMessage game who uh, who message me and complain about my bubble and that sort of thing. But I think I'm probably in the minority, like a bunch of young kids, a bunch of with it people who have much more social lives, bigger social lives than I do know lots of people with iPhones. And so it is actually a big issue with the green bubble thing and all of that stuff. Um, so that sucks for all of those people. Um, however, this all is essentially what we assumed, right? We (laughs) assumed Apple wasn't doing this on Android because they knew it kept people locked in. It's just, you know, I guess refreshing to see them just admit it. Yeah. Disappointing, but not a surprise whatsoever. No, not a surprise at all. So anyways, um, if you were, you were holding out hope that, uh, you know, iMessage was coming to Android, it's not. And they're going to keep it that um, they're going to keep it that way for as long as they can. I'm assuming. Yeah. See, like Nick's like most people I know have iPhones. Yeah. See, so there's like a whole bunch of people. I, I'm totally in the minority here. All just all the people around me. It's specifically like family because I'm Kellen, the Android guy. They all own Android phones. It's just easy. Right. And even a lot of my phones, they ask me like what phone and they were smart enough to not buy iPhones long ago. And mm-hmm. so I've trapped them in Google's <laughs> ecosystem. It's been great. Yeah. But I get uh, the rest of the world owns iPhones. Yeah, Apple has iMessage and Google has us. We we trap people and we can't let them go. I so. think Tim and I have spent the last decade keeping the majority of the <laughs> Hangouts user base alive. Oh, <laughs> like, God. It's yes. just you and I. We have like 85% of the Hangouts user base just in our small groups. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. So you're welcome. Anyone else who's still using Hangouts, you can thank Tim and I for keeping the service alive. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so uh, in, in in potentially bigger news, last week we didn't do a show, but um, 9to5Google Google reported that Google is going to finally release a phone with their own smartphone chip, like main chip, like removing Qualcomm from the equation um, a little bit. Um, so Pixel 6 will apparently run Google's codenamed Whitechapel chip. And this chip... Uh, I believe uh, XDA has also confirmed that they have seen evidence that this exists too. So we got two two outlets reporting this. Um, it is a it is a pretty big deal. Um, it's it's a massive conversation. But the Pixel Six will apparently run Google's first smartphone chip. Now Google's made chips before. We remember the Pixel Pixel Visual Core. They have the Titan M, the security chip. They they've made chips before, but this is like. 
we're not running Snapdragon 765. We're running Qualcomm or I mean Google's Pixel Whitechapel chip or something. Like who knows what they'll call it, right? They'll have a fancy name for it. Um, the the thought here is that this chip is not like Snapdragon 800 level might be Snapdragon 700 level. And so if you own a Pixel 5, like I do and am still using to this day, you know that that level of chip is completely fine. Like this phone runs just fine. It's a snappy little beast. It You're not going to game on it, but it runs yeah, fine. So. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's fine, but you know, my standards <laughs> have lowered. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the level of chip we think. Um, but I think the bigger deal is like it removes Qualcomm, although they're probably gonna have to use a Qualcomm modem because I don't think Google has worked any modem magic. Um, they're apparently building this with Samsung Exynos and using maybe some of their tech, but it's gonna be a, a Pixel chip. Um, you know, there's a chance like it helps lower costs, but I think really what we care about is that it could allow them to update their phones for a much longer time. Right now, Google does three years. Maybe this will be four or five if they want to. It's kind of up to them. Um, and then it just might allow them to add some more custom experiences. Uh, maybe it lets them finally up the camera from this ancient sensor and do some special things there. Uh, maybe it just lets Google Assistant work faster and better and just updates in general are, are just a bigger deal. Um, so it's a big story because Qualcomm runs the world of Android. And so for someone to exit that, You know, like Samsung makes Exynos chips, but they don't put them in their flagship phones here in the majority of the world. In some areas of the world, they do, but majority are Qualcomm chips. So even Samsung hasn't been able to break away from Qualcomm. So the fact that Google's going to try, I feel like that's a pretty big deal in and of itself. So if it means the Pixel 6 is going to be an excellent phone that everyone should buy, I I, I have no idea there. We just don't know enough yet. Yeah, I think... When I heard the news in my mind, it was like this could be like the defining moment, right? Where Google goes a route that is truly, um, you know, they can where they can. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where maybe they have more control over things, which I think is sort of maybe what they need for their own phones, not necessarily the platform AOSP, but just for their own phones. Um, but it's also big for the Android ecosystem uh, as a whole. Um, as a quick note, Whitechapel, I thought that was so funny, the, the name, there was a, there's a band, a deathcore band that was like big when I was coming up, and their name is Whitechapel. Really? And I just thought, yeah, I thought that was great, because they're heavy as hell. So, rock on, Google. Rock on, Google. Uh, so, we, we look, we don't know a lot about this stuff, and I'm assuming it's going to continue to come out. What I'll be looking for is if Google announces this early, you know, before they announce the Pixel 6, like they say, look, we finally made a chip and it's going to be in the Pixel 6, you know, because Google has done that over the last couple of years, kind of teased some technologies or advancements they've made in house that said, like, this will be in this phone. Um, but it's just a big deal because it's, just, you know, it's Google making a chip and it's not Qualcomm. And that every is, time is least exciting. Every time Google has made its own chips for the whether it be the Pixel Visual Core or all this other nonsense they do, their silly names, it's been good. So, you know, I don't foresee bad things. I'm a little disappointed that Google would stick with like, oh, it's going to be like the 700 series and not that like, you know, I want like a beastie thing. So I know you kind of want them to go all out. I don't know enough about like making chipsets like that to, to tell you why they, they can't, but... They probably they probably don't own I mean, the, the IP or whatever and all this stuff. Well, and they're just building it off of whatever's available off the shelf, so and then customizing yeah. it. I'm assuming. So, like, we'll we'll see. I I hope it, it I hope it's a huge thing, and I hope it you know lets Google sort of separate itself a little bit from everyone else who's just using whatever the newest Qualcomm chip is. But it's also a massive investment, and uh, they got to sell some phones. Yeah, I mean, so, we don't know how it works, but we sure as hell can uh, complain about it. Yes, that's right. We will complain about everything because that's what we're really good at, actually. Yeah, it's all we're good at. <laughs> all right. In somewhat related news, uh, not to the complaining, but to Google, um, Google I.O. has been announced. It is happening virtually and it's free for everyone. And it takes place May 18th through May 20th, three day event. 
we thought the Pixel 5a might come to that, but apparently not. That's coming later on, which is, you know, fine. Because the Pixel 5a, again, if you're just joining us, is not canceled. The Pixel 5a is not canceled. Whoever said that was wrong. Oops. <laughs> Google has confirmed that it is coming. Um, so anyway, Google I.O., May 18th through the 20th. Love that. Um, this week, we had a couple Android updates. The April security patch is out for Pixel phones. So if you own a, if you own a Pixel phone, it's... Uh, it's time to grab your April patch. Also, Android 12 Developer Preview 2.2 is here. Nothing new, but it's here and it fixes a bunch of bugs. Since uh, next week is like middle of the month, I would not mm. be surprised next Wednesday if we did not get Developer Preview 3. Hopefully we do. Hopefully it brings in the cool wallpaper theming stuff we expect to happen because that's going to be awesome. Uh, but so far, none of that has really showed itself. But next week... Um, I, w- I would imagine we will get a developer preview. Hmm. Um, I'm just blasting through these topics now. Huh? Yeah, you're, I'm loving it. Uh, the OnePlus 9 and OnePlus 9 Pro are officially available everywhere. We've reviewed both of them. I think on the last show we actually talked through that, but we've written those things and we've got some videos and whatever. Uh, but they're available, just generally available. At least they're supposed to be. Um, we reached out to OnePlus because we noticed that... Uh, when they went up for sale, the more expensive version of the OnePlus 9, which is the 12 gig, 256 gig model, is not available in the US. And then we noticed that the cheaper version of the 9 Pro, which is the 8 gig, 128 version, not available. So that's the under $1,000 one. And mm-hmm. OnePlus tells us, yeah, it's just not here right now. And it probably will be later, but it's not now. And now I have doubts that it actually ever will come here, but it might. Um, OnePlus is very weird with their availability and their inventory. Um, they often release a couple of colors at launch. Hmm. And when one of the colors just sells out, a lot of times it just never shows back up again. And so uh, I think that's probably going to be the case. Or if they release the 8 gig, it, it'll be like one limited dump of them and then it'll be gone. So if you were hoping for the OnePlus 9 Pro and to get the cheaper under $1,000 one, it's not coming here yet. It could be. But they won't say when. Did you know that they're overheating too? Like I, I haven't used mine in a while, but I and I didn't have the issue. I don't take a lot of video, um, but apparently OnePlus Nine Pro is an overheating beast. Yeah, it just melts. Just won't work. It's not not good. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, I I have the the just the little guy, so I don't yeah. have to worry about my face melting. Yeah, they, uh, they've issued an update, I believe, this week that was supposed to help address some of that and also help with battery optimization, you know, because battery was bad on it. Yes. Um, and they've had to, ad- they've had to uh, comment again and say, we have another update coming that will address the overheating and more of the battery stuff. So that's bad. That's bad look. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, not a great, great way to launch. You know, OnePlus, um, I feel like that's kind of been the thing for a while now is they release a phone and there are some significant issues Issues. that they have to push lots of software. Like, I don't know if you remember the Nord launch, but it was pretty bad. I want to say they Mm. had to release like two or three updates within the first month or two just to get it to stable. And it's feeling a little bit like the nine pro. I don't know about the nine so much. I mean, they kind of update them at the same time, but so I, I feel like we got lots of updates coming to take care of stuff that people are finding now. It's like uh, Kent says, we are all beta testers now. I mean, that's exactly what it is. And uh, the problem is we aren't paying beta prices. We're not being reimbursed anyway. It's the same thing with video games. It's the same thing with everything. I mean, the the Pixel Buds, those things took about 10, 20 updates to get good, I think. So, I mean, technology... It is just is what it is. You know, a lot of times people are just rushed to get things out the door and their software updates can fix it. So I feel like Nothing is too bad, right? Nothing can't be fixed with an update. So frustrating, but the state of things. It is. Definitely is. I mean, like the Galaxy S21, I complained in my review how it was a laggy little little dumper. And then they updated it and fixed the the performance problem. So, yeah. Um, Okay, final topic, and then we'll get into trivia. told you Mm. we were going to be fast today. Um, Sony, where's Burtzer? Sony... Or, is going to announce something on April 14th. We're just assuming it's the Xperia. Wait, Xperia 1 Xperia Mark 3. Xperia 1 Mark 3. We believe it's that. Yep. Um, while uh, we will certainly take a look at the phone, we will hopefully get one in at some point if they do announce it. Um, oh. 
I think why we're going to start paying more attention, at least in the short term to Sony is because LG has gone. So somebody mm. needs to fill the like, we never update our phones. We barely sell them anywhere. They're probably overpriced market. And that's Sony. I mean, they'll just fit fit right in there. That's not cool. You know, and I take that as personal offense because recently I've taken uh I've taken up. I've uh, I've taken up the the Sony flag, right? And I'm going to die on this hill. I used um, to carry it, but not anymore. Exactly. And I'll that's fine. I I went over to your bloodied body on the battlefield and I picked up the flag and now I'm running. Nice. Um nice. I think I think Sony has a real opportunity here to make a killer phone. The only problem is it's like, like you said, it's probably not going to be updated all that well, even though Sony probably thinks they do a really good job. Um, and then also the hardware just looks the same as it has in the past, I don't know, 20 years. So one day maybe Sony's going to release a phone that like doesn't look like a Sony phone. And then you have to remember like they're really tall and skinny, like the aspect ratio is a little funky. But yeah, I think, I think last year the the one Mark II was kick ass. It was awesome. Well, didn't you really like the Mark the five Mark II or something? Didn't you? It was like the smaller one. Wasn't that nice too? Maybe. God, you know, I swear I, and you I, that's had another both thing. I hate their names. I can't do their name system, man. Like the whole Mark thing. Oh, it's such a pain. Either way, whatever I reviewed last year, that was their expensive one, like twelve hundred fifty bucks. That was good. That was good. Um, also, I will say I put out a poll or like a question of the day. I, I asked people if they would buy Sony phones, and they said they were they would consider it. So. I'm actually whatever this is. I'm looking forward to it just because there's. Well, I talked to a couple weeks ago about how there's just not many choices anymore on Android. Like it's it's Samsung and OnePlus feels like they're you know tripping up a little bit, and we know Google's just making these kind of boring mid range phones. So. We need someone to step up and maybe Sony will like come in and like, you know, win some some hearts and minds. I'm not really sure. But this one, it could be cool. Um, it'll be expensive. And I make the joke about them being terrible at updates. And I should clarify that that's just in the U.S. They're terrible at updating their phones here. I think mm-hmm. overseas, overseas, I think they're actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I don't have the phone, nor do I know, but... I would actually be surprised. Is the is the Sony One Mark II in the U.S. even on Android 11 yet? <laughs> I would like. I hope so, but I, I don't actually know. Is it? I th- I think it is. I'm looking because I don't okay. actually think it is. Let's find out. Shout out Somebody to everyone look. in the chat. Uh, let's see. Here's a Reddit post that says, "Where is it?" Oh, oh shit. Here, this is in February, and someone says, "Where is it?" I actually don't think it's in the U.S. yet, which is really bad. I see Sony dot new Android 11 software. Oh, not in the U.S. Ay. <laughs> Ay. <laughs> Shit. Let's see. Wait, what is Android 11? I'm on Sony's site now. This, this is March first, 2021. I mean, oh I think it's, I it think it is available. Long. So it took them that long. That's nah. bad. That's bad. And I'm pretty sure overseas it was updated like in December. It was a long time ago, I think. Like they're pretty good, just not in the U.S. So anyway, Sony sucks at updating their U.S. phones, even when they're really expensive. And uh, yeah, well, I'm looking forward to this one. (laughs) Well, there you go. All right. That's uh, let's just do trivia. We are really running out of time. (laughs) Trivia dance. Oh, so if you're new around here, that, that's actually it for topics. I told you we were just going to blast through these things. Um, it's trivia time. Tim has the trivia lights on. We do trivia at the end of every, almost every show. Um, and when we do, we have five questions. And we will put each one up on the screen and let you answer. And if you're if you're watching live in the YouTube chat, all you do is type in the chat to answer the questions. And if you're fastest and correct, we will call out your name and you win. Um so, uh, yeah, we're giving everyone Chromecast with Google TVs this week because we missed last week's trivia. And so we kind of need to make up for missing last week. And, you know, we're just sending LG out with a big old uh, with a big old trivia thing. Yes, this is a U.S. only thing. I, we, we sometimes forget to say this, but this yes. is U.S. only winners. And I say we're that shipping. because we're shipping or I'm ordering and they're sending to you. And look, Best Buy is not shipping to the UK. So I'm just throwing that out there. Um, so it is US only. 
Chromecast with Google TVs for everyone. Uh, I think that's that's mostly it. Somebody mentioned no T-Mobile news. Uh, T-Mobile announced some stuff this week. It was like 5G for everyone and 5G home internet, and that's kind of it. Free it didn't make it didn't make the cut. Sorry. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't really that big of news. Sorry. Anyways, uh, um, yes. Yeah, Richard Ratner. I mean, if you're gonna pay for shipping, you're probably gonna be cheaper just buying your own just Chromecast TV. Yeah, just go, just Sorry. Go, just just go buy one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, all right. Cool. We've got uh, we've got five questions here today. Uh, you know, because you know LG's dying. We've got five. Well, LG Mobile. We've got five questions related to LG and their history in the Android world. So I say we just start it off with question number one. Good luck, everybody. All right. Question number one is up now. All right. What was the first second screen smartphone from LG? Again, what was the first second screen smartphone from LG? I'm seeing Luke Citroniti with the quickness with the LG V10. Oh, wow. Luke, congratulations. I'm loving Luke that. Citroniti's fast. Yeah. Chris Williams, Brandon Johnson right there as well. But yeah, on our chat, Luke Citroniti's fastest. Dang, the V10. Fast. That was the original stuff and things, as we like to call it, phone. Stuff where uh, I remember they dropped the press release for it in the evening. And I like grabbed it and wrote it up and just kind of poked fun at the whole thing. And then I mm. like went to bed, didn't look and at the site. And I got... woke up. Oh, yeah. I woke up and the ch- the comments, everyone was so mad at me. You just don't get it. This is a cool. F-. And everyone was so freaking mad. And I had to like not really apologize, but just kind of be like, look, guys, I was just joking because their wording of everything was so silly. And it was like dual everything. People were legit mad. And then I reviewed it, and I think I said it was pretty good. It's 300 comments on that post. Dude, people were so mad at me. That was one of the few times where I was like, whoa. I really ah, said wh- something to piss you off. Yeah, quote, when, this is the most highly rated comment on the thingy. When did it become cool to take a dump all over attempts yeah. at innovation? What's so wrong with this phone? <laughs> DL, you're doing a disservice to the Android community by being flippant about things that could turn out to be cool. So maybe we should be blamed for LG's downfall. I mean, maybe sort of, eh, sorry, LG, our bad. I, like, I had to add, if you look at that post, I added, like, a comment to it, like, an update. Like, oh, sorry, looks like I pissed everyone off. Like, because it yeah, was you bad. Straight bad. Up, like, like closed the comments, too. That's funny. We're so, no, it, they, they auto-closed. Oh, they auto okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, look at you. Yeah, you've never done that before. So I don't think I have. Like people were so mad. All so right, mad. well, sorry. Cry about it. Gee. <laughs> All right, we're ready for question number two. Thanks for hanging in there with us. All right, question number two is up and now. What was LG's awful name for its installable mods for the LG G5? Yeah, see, we're like talking smack. Sorry. Like, what was LG's name? Not awful name, just name. LG's name awful. for its installable mods for the G5. I'm seeing Chris Williams with the correct Chris answer Williams. of Friends. Yes. LG Friends. Do you guys remember that? It was the LG G5 and Friends. They weren't, they weren't actually called mods. You know, like Motorola called them Moto mods. It, it made yeah, sense. sense. <laughs> LG said it was the LG G5 and Friends psychopaths and we wonder the marketing you know why it didn't quite catch on with the uh the mass the fact that you had to turn the phone off and remove like that was like (laughs) you had to eject the battery just to put a camera grip on it i know that was on there that might have been that was the beginning of the end so yeah all right congratulations chris williams all right question number three please (laughs) question number three is up now Oh, here's a toughie. What was the first LG phone with 4G LTE to launch on Verizon? What was the first LG phone with 4G LTE to launch on Verizon? Not the Thunderbolt. That was HTC. Come on, Evan. You knew that. Let's see here. Ooh, I'm seeing this one. Uh, I'm going to go with Daniel Hunter, even with his little... There we go. He corrected himself. The LG Revolution. Congratulations, Revolution. Daniel Hunter. Do we think this, this was the first 4G LTE device, actually, or smartphone? I can't remember. Because like, remember that one year From they had LG. four of them. 
Was it just LG? Okay. I was yeah. trying to think which one was first. It wasn't this one. This was like the fourth phone, but LG's oh, first. Okay. Okay. Got it. I yeah. can't remember the order there. Uh, Daniel Hunter Jacobs with the dub. Yeah. With David, David nine, nine YouTube says, wow. That reminds me of Owen Wilson, man. Wow. <laughs> All right, congratulations. I don't think we, did we use wow. that phone? I mean, I know we had like a hands-on with it at some point, but I don't know that we no. reviewed it or anything. The The early 4G LTE phones were all pretty terrible. Yeah, no. Except the G2, okay. G2 was cool. All right, uh, let's go with question number four, please. Wow. Question number four is up now. Oh, here's a toughie. What LG device was made into a Google Play Edition device? Mm. Ooh. What LG device was made into a Google Play Edition device? Ooh, wow. <laughs> so someone had... Oh, there we go. Hold on. So uh, we got to go with the correct answer of Matt Kwan, G-Pad 8.3. Yep. Oh, I guess it was Matt who, Matt who had G-Pad anyway. <laughs> so, yep, G-Pad 8.3. A lot of people throwing out phones. Uh, yeah, yeah, this was the phones. weird one. Everyone did Google Play Edition phones, and LG randomly threw out a tablet. I don't know that it was available for very long. I don't think I ever touched one. I don't think we ever got one in. Um, Actually, we did, and I got oh, it, and it, like, it was bad. It was probably bad. It yeah. was probably bad. All right, that makes sense. Matt Kwan with the dub there. Yeah, the, the G-Pad 8.3. It was just an Android tablet. It was so boring. Like, well, yeah, because it ran stock Android, which at yeah. the time was just like, as what are you going to do with that? Yeah, yeah there's, there weren't even tablet apps. <laughs> no, there still aren't. No, it's not a platform made for tablets, unfortunately. No. Excellent. All right. Well, we've got. We are. We're at the it's end. Question time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. This is also a toughie, so let's go. Question number five, please. Question number five is up now. What LG phone was first to offer a manual mode for the camera? (gasps) Again, what LG phone was first to offer a manual mode for the camera? I'm not going to say it. Someone may have already got it, but they already won, so they can't win again. All right, let me double check. I see the correct answer. Let me check. I'm seeing it from, are you seeing it from Scott? Scott. Yeah, just Scott. No last name. Just Scott. Whoever you are, Scott, you got it. LG G4. Scott with a beard. Red Red shirt shirt. and a beard. Yeah, red shirt, beard, Scott. Scott beard. Red shirt. Scott beard. Scott red shirt, beard. LG G4. So I need to get emails from Luke Citroniti, Chris Williams, Daniel Hunter, Matt Kwan, and Scott Redbeard shirt. Yeah. Do you want him to email me? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Winners. Email me. Email yeah. me this time. Me. Me. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get you Chromecast with Google TVs because you all won a Chromecast with Google TV. Damn. $50 little Google TV dongle. Google Assistant remote. That was easy. That was easy. Yeah, so email me. There it is. There's the email. Email me. And we'll work out the details on getting you guys these. Congrats, everyone. G4, not a good follow-up to the G3. Mm, that was that might have yeah. also been the start of the end for, for LG. It, actually, I think it was. That was the one with the leather back and stuff, and it did not. Oh, the probably. leather back? <laughs> yes, yeah. that, that is the one, yes. That was not leather. <laughs> it wasn't genuine leather. At least like I you know, the Horween stuff we were getting from Motorola. That was That's plastic. Right crap leather <laughs> anyway all right scott responded there you go scott email me email me tim should have dropped that um all right okay so guys we saw all of the comments earlier uh yes dmx is apparently DMX. Be c- confirmed to have passed away damn it uh, an absolute legend in the game i mean so i grew up in montana obviously there's you know rednecks everywhere and whatever and we did our things in montana and we threw kegs and all that stuff out in the woods and all that but my high school years like dmx was the soundtrack as weird as that might sound like that dude his first two albums i know every single song like the dude i I just saw him in concert actually here 
like a year or so ago, he came through, he was doing the, like, I'm the old rapper guy thing. And I went, I, I kind of have to go see DMX. He was like the guy when I was in high school. Don't give it to you. Yeah, see, no, that's not, that's like the newer crap. That stuff was bad. The first two albums are are basically all you need to listen to of DMX. That's it. That's it. And I'm not even doing the like, I got started, or I'm just saying, like, after that, his stuff really was pretty bad. You're kind of sounding like, like, like I just go give it to you was like, it was bad. Just go listen to the first two. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so he has apparently (laughs) passed on. So recipes DMX. That's sad. Sad to see. It sucks, man. All of our heroes are just passing on to the better place. Um, yeah, hope, he, hope he's resting well, man. Better than, you know, I, I don't know about that whole vegetative state. That's just a sad, sad state. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, hopefully he's doing well now, man. Hopefully. Addiction sucks. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, other than that. I don't know what else is going on. Masters is going on right now. Probably oh my not god! Who that. cares? Yeah, Golf, not boo. That. I mean, NFL draft is coming up. Baseball's back. If you're a T-Mobile customer, hopefully you got your T-Mobile Tuesday oh MLB at back giveaway. What else is going on? Um, oh, I'm getting my vaccine, my first vaccine shot today. I might. Nice. This could be our last show. Uh, the government's going to start tracking me with their microchips and their 5G You'll have 5G waves. in your arm. Yeah. I mean, you're getting, in other words, words, you're getting, you're getting digitally upgraded. I'm today getting upgraded. With 5G. Today's my upgrade day. All right. You nice. will always have a full signal, which is a pretty big deal. Sweet. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait. That's awesome. Uh, I get my second shot in two weeks. So looking forward oh. to that being fully vaxxed. Oh, yeah. Shane is asking why I, why I boo golf. It's because I suck at golf, man. You know this. I've actually I've tried golfing with Shane. Shane's a buddy of mine, and he knows I suck. <laughs> I'm terrible. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> hope everyone just stays safe. Um, keep wearing that mask. It's the we're almost it should through. be the law. We're getting closer. Say, it's we're get, we're getting closer. We're. But if you're in one of those states that's having a tough time right now, be careful. Please keep wearing that mask, please. And get yeah. vaccinated. I'm not a medical person, but get goddamn vaccinated. We It'll help everyone. Okay? I just said it. All right? I said it. Just get wow. vaccinated. Wow. <laughs> Shout out to Owen Wilson. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, thanks for joining us, everyone. So, yeah, if you want a Chromecast Google TV and trivia, email me. We'll get your prize going. Appreciate you guys all joining us. Sorry for the delays. Uh, we had some bugs earlier. We think we got those figured out. I have no idea why it's working now, but it is. So uh, anyways, uh, we will catch you guys very soon. And by the way, the Pixel 5a is not canceled. Didn't know if you guys yeah. heard that. Yeah. So, okay. We will uh, Peace. We'll catch you. We'll catch you soon. Peace.